What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build the pond. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The break, good times, come on, the Bears finally fly, Mad Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hey there, welcome in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Happy uh, Monday uh, to you out there. It's just another uh, manic Monday here. Ninth day of January 2023. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you on this Monday. And we got a good show lined up for you here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, of course, we're going to be talking to some local sports that happened on a Friday and this weekend. And we'll get you set up for the schedule for this evening. We'll talk everything that happened in the NFL yesterday. The playoff picture is a set super wild card weekend coming up this weekend. And is your favorite team going to be? there well uh, you found out yesterday and we'll talk everything that happened there and if we don't get to everything during that segment then we'll save it and have it in the uh, podcast and of course it's the post weekend so we got to the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend and uh, coming up as well whatever we don't get to here in the trash hour we get to it in the pod as well as the rest of that NFL stuff and it's the national championship game uh, tonight and that's right college football comes to an end uh, tonight you can't tailgate in the parking lots nope. there in L.A. SoFi Stadium, but uh, they're still going to play the game anyways. And uh, national championship uh, coming up tonight. Uh, Georgia going for back-to-back national championships against TCU. We'll see if uh, we think that TCU has a shot tonight or not. And uh, Lee also going to talk some uh, college basketball as well. What happened uh, this weekend, and we got to recap our pick'em game as well. Mm-hmm. And we got to pick that TCU in a Georgia game. Yes, we do. Looking forward to it. So we will get to that coming up in the uh, pod. And, of course, you can download that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast on iTunes or Spotify, our website, fmradio.com, and all those wonderful platforms that you get your podcast. So it's a, a Monday, so, you know, that's a, a loaded show. So we got a lot to get to here today. So let's waste a, no more time with the pleasantries, and uh, let's uh, jump right into it. And let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show.
first things first. And we're starting off with some uh, college uh, basketball here. And uh, the uh, Illinois uh, Fighting Illini were back in action on uh, Saturday. And they did exactly what you needed to do at home. And uh, to kind of just wash the stink off what's been the last uh, several weeks, it seems like, for uh, Fighting Illini basketball. Mm -hmm. or even the last month, it's been uh, like that. And, uh, you know, it was uh, overall it was a good team performance on uh, Saturday. And they ended up beating Wisconsin by 10. And they won 79 to a 69 there, and they beat the number 14 Badgers there in Champaign on Saturday. They needed this win, Travis. They did. This team Desperately. needed this win, and, mm -hmm. the, and they got it. And, you know, it was, uh, like you said, it was a great team win for the Illini uh, there on Saturday. Hey, yeah, you know, it just seemed like they were playing together and they just had the, the chemistry was back and uh, they also shot the ball well. Coleman Hawkins, he goes off for a 20 mm -hmm. and he had a six three-pointers and he was six for nine from the three-point arc and the Illini as a team shot 52% from a three-point range, 10 for 19 there. And uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. did what uh, he did in the first month of the season yep. as uh, seven for 11 from the field and he led all scorers with 24 points and uh yeah i just saw him that after like loose balls and stuff it was terrence shannon jr who was getting the team together and kind of huddling up there and uh, talking about stuff and uh so uh they shot the ball well and they played as a team well and uh, they came out with a win on on saturday over the badgers yeah they did and uh you know like you said uh Shooting 52% from three, 10 of 19 from three, getting to the foul line 26 times. Those are recipes for, for success for the Illini. Oh, man, yeah, I didn't notice. I uh, realized the free throw discrepancy there. Illinois 19 to 26, like you said, but Wisconsin only got to the free throw line 12 times, yep. only making five of those. And, of course, you know, Wisconsin not normally known as a three-point shooting team. They're right, only right. eight for 29 right. from the field there. And that's the other side of things as well. I thought the Illini defense uh, was good as well, even though they let up 42 points there in the, the second half. But I thought uh, overall for the green schema of the game I thought that it was uh, you know not elite defense there in the second half but I still thought it was uh, pretty good uh, especially over the last uh, several games it looked like yeah and a great job eliminating turnovers as well for the Illini only 10 of them they'd had you know a lot of turnovers the past couple of games a lot of guys getting in foul trouble the past couple of games mm -hmm. not to be uh, on Saturday against Wisconsin no. and again this is a case of where you can see what the Illinois team can be. Right. It's just we got to get it on a consistent basis. Yeah, definitely. And, need to you find know, that consistency. I said on this show Friday, they're going to play better at home. Mm hmm. They did. And, and, you know, that's what you expect out of the Illini team at home. Mm hmm. I, they need to carry it on the road. They right. need to take it on the road. Mm hmm. Right, yeah, and uh, Illinois needed that win because they could not afford it to start 0-4 yeah. uh, in the Big Ten, and uh, so we got that uh, first win out of the way there. And I thought Epps looked good as well, you know, 15 oh, yeah, points off the bench, you know. Do, do we want to talk about the elephant in the room, Travis? Uh, the uh, other news they they came out. I think it was on Friday. Friday night. Yes, it was. Yes, about uh, Sky uh, Sky Clark uh, taking uh, a leave from a the leave team. From the team, not mm -hmm. leaving the team. Right. But yeah. taking a leave of absence from the team. Mm -hmm. 
And and those are two different things. Those are two different things. Coach Underwood says, you know, he has our support. He's still part of this. Right. But I just got to say, they looked so much more relaxed and played as a team Saturday after that news came out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a rally around Sky Clark and they wanted to, you know, get, you know, play it, play for him for whatever he's going through, or if it was a case of maybe he was affecting the chemistry. I don't know. Right. But there's definitely something different on Saturday than there has been the rest of the year. Yeah, there's no doubt. I felt it uh, watching the mm-hmm. game as well. It's just, just something different uh, about the team, and I don't know uh, well, what it is. And uh, the one thing that was initially reported on a Friday, uh, the why I wanted to say the two different things is because I don't think it was fair to uh, Sky when it first came out. It was, uh, oh, he's leaving the, the right. program no. or whatnot. And it's kind of sounded like, to me, for Sky's statement, is kind of, uh, kind of what Fran McCaffrey's uh, son mm-hmm. uh, was doing, kind of taking a step away uh, from from the team, and uh, he's still on the team, but he's just stepping away from basketball yes. uh, activities. He didn't leave the team. He's not abandoning the team. He's not going to go into the transfer portal. Yep. He's, uh, from what we know right now, it's yep. just uh, stuff. Whatever it is going on. I mean, if you look at the roster right now on ESPN, he's the first guy you see. Right. So he's still part of the team, um, but you 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 have to wonder a little bit, Travis. Me myself, and I'm just wondering out loud here. Who's about ready to come back? Uh, goody. Do you think that Sky was thinking, "Hey, I may not be getting as much playing time, and I'm dealing with some stuff." I'm not saying he's not dealing with issues. But why not take the step back? Because I know that there's going to be a guy coming in to help fill that spot. Mm, I don't know because I feel like, uh, you know, Clark's the main point guard. Right. And right. Goody's not going to be the, the point guard uh, when he comes back. True. I mean, uh, you can look at it on the side of, yes, he has lost some playing time and lost some minutes uh, being banked up. But, you know, Sincere Harris – brings the energy yes. every time he's out there on the floor and then Epps is also playing good. So, uh, those are the only, those are the two things that I think are, are the factor, uh, of that rather than just seeing another guy coming back into yeah. the lineup, into the rotation. Now going back to the goody thing, cause he is coming back soon. Mm-hmm, yeah. don't, don't quite know yet when, but we're hoping maybe by the end of the month. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's plausible. Can we judge this Illini team until he is back? Until they're at full strength, can do we not really know what we have yet? Hmm. I mean, yeah. Because he was going to be a big part of this line IT. He was, yeah. And he hasn't played yet this season. Mm-hmm. Nope. If it was supposed to be uh, him and RJ yeah. supposed to make that that huge jump and listen to our other show, you know how I oh, think yeah. about RJ. I know. And a uh, great performance on Saturday as well, one for six. Yeah. Four points. Yeah, well, I, I was trying to avoid that, but <laughs> you had to get it in there. Of course, I had to get yeah, my RJ. Of course, uh, my RJ hate there. Yes, <laughs> hate's a strong word, but uh, it is. It is, but but I mean, I don't know. Is is he that much of a game changer? That will say, or are they living up to their full potential until he gets back? I don't know, but. It certainly uh, definitely looked like something was different on mm-hmm. on Saturday, and maybe this uh, loss against Northwestern maybe 
uh, woke in the team combined right. with uh, the whole situation that's surrounding with uh, Sky Clark uh, there. And uh, also to, to point out that as good as the team did play, I will point out that Wisconsin was playing yes. without their leading scorer yes. there. But, you know, that was only uh, so much. Uh, you, you take the good with the bad, and uh, the good was there uh, on Saturday for for the Illini there playing as a team. So in that aspect, that's what you have to like to see. And again, can you maintain it? That's Mm -hmm. what I want to see at Nebraska. That should be a win. Um, But then, you know, your your next kind of road test is against Wisconsin after that, as far as tough road teams. Um, Then after that, you're looking at towards the end of the year when you're at Penn State, at Indiana, at Ohio State, and at Purdue to end the year. So you have some time to get it figured out for the road games, but there's a lot of dangerous games in between there back at home. Yeah, it uh, definitely is. Uh, the one on uh, Friday against uh, Michigan State mm-hmm. is one to look out for, and then uh, squeezed in between uh, the uh, Indiana game is at Minnesota. I understand that Minnesota is who they are in the standings and whatnot, but uh, Indiana coming up uh, next uh, Thursday, uh, they're in a champagne, and then uh, the twenty fourth is against is Ohio Indiana State. Even good, I know. Are they? They uh, they lost again, and uh, them and the Illini have the same conference record, same overall record too. That's true. <laughs> are they even good? How about that? Or should we fear them? I don't know. Are they us? I don't know. No, that'll be the mirror game. I don't think that. I don't think we fear them uh, quite as much as they've been dealing with some injuries uh, as well, but. Uh, we'll see what uh, the Illini have in store against Nebraska coming up uh, tomorrow. And, of yes. course, you heard all the action on Saturday, and you'll hear it here on 98.9, the game tomorrow evening for the uh, Fighting Illini. But they bounce back and beat Wisconsin on Saturday. And we'll take a look at the rest of uh, college hoops coming up a little bit later in the uh, pod. But right now, let's just step away and uh, take a break. And uh, let's talk some uh, local sports when we return. A local high school basketball, boys and uh, girls basketball from Friday and uh, this weekend coming up here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. 
Go farther with better fuel efficiency. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with AutoZone. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Remember when one of your best players got injured, but not like on a play or anything? He got injured celebrating a play, and it's not like it was a game-winning play or in the playoffs, and he was out the rest of the season because he was injured while celebrating? Yeah. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello there, my name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. And now, but I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number eleven, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt. And the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that travel, Travis is very vengeful and yep. hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 The uh, Game. Uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, local sports uh, that happened uh, this weekend. But first, before we get to uh, Saturday's action, let's take a look at what happened on uh, Friday. Uh, it was uh, Mount Zion. They got the win. They got the Apollo win over FEM 59-48 was the uh, final there. So Mount Zion approves to a 17-2 and on the season, it was a Martinsville over in Yoga, 52 at 247. It was a North Clay picking up an NTC win over a CHBC, 87 at 237. North Clay opened up this one 24 to 5 in the first quarter. And then they also had 25 second quarter points, and they did themselves even better in the third, had 29 in the third quarter to get a blowout win there. Against uh, CHBC, mm-hmm. man, they're just rolling. Uh, Fleener had a uh, 30, uh, Booze added 18 uh, there for the uh, Cardinals. Uh, Radloff 
He was the only player in double figures for CHBC. He had 12 points there. And North Clay would not be done this weekend. No. As they had that North Clay shootout there. Yes, they so they were in action on Saturday. And so was St. Elmo Brownstown. They were there in Louisville on Saturday as well. And they picked up a big win against Windsor Stew Straws as it was 59 to a 52 was the final on a Friday. This game was tight throughout as St. Elmo came out in the first quarter. It took the lead 19 to 15. And then uh, Windsor closed the gap there, and it was only a one-point lead at halftime for St. Elmo Brownstown. And then it was finally tied up in the third at 38-all. And then 21 fourth-quarter points for St. Elmo picks up the win over Windsor. So they picked up their ninth win on uh, Friday. And it was Atwood leading the way for SEB. He had 17, Paisley had 16, Campbell had 12, and Schwab had 12 as well. And the two Wittenbergs led the way for the Hatchets. 19 for Austin Wittenberg and Jordan Wittenberg had a 10 points there. So I believe that was only Windsor's uh, third loss of the season and the first conference loss uh, for them uh, as well. So a uh, big one there for uh, St. Elmo picking that one up on Friday against yes. the Hatchets. Yes. Um, uh, South Central, man, uh, Altamont riding a win streak. So is South Central. They got it up to 10 games now as they improved to 13-4 and four as they defeated Sisney 53-51. to 51. Uh, South Central jumped out to the 16-5, to five, a first quarter lead. Uh, but then Sisney outscored them kind of in the middle quarters there, 28-14 to 14 in the second and third quarters combined. But 23 fourth quarter points put it away for uh, South Central. Dotson led the way for the Cougars. He had 14. Watwood had 13. And Anderson had 12 there as the Cougars keep their hot streak going on. It was Alney over Marshall, 72 of 54. So Alney improves to a 13 and 2 on the campaign. Winkler had a 29 to lead the Tigers. It was Casey over Mar or over over Paris, 60 to 25. Robinson over Mount Carmel, 54 to 42. It was Lawrenceville over Fairfield, 66-38. Shelbyville over Tuscola. Is that a typo? No. I looked it up myself. Yeah. And I saw it that uh, Shelbyville, in fact, picked it up against Tuscola, 52-31. Only Tuscola's second loss of the season. Surprising. Yeah, for sure. Had to do a double take there. And uh, so big win there for the Rams. Uh, Okaw Valley over Tri-County, 60-25. to And it was Charleston over Mattoon. And the Coles County Clash on the boys' basketball side, 56-40 to there. And then, of course, the two games that we covered here on Jack FM, it was, like I said, Altamont continuing their winning ways as they picked up another win in the NTC, only the second game in the NTC so far for the Indians. They picked it up over Dietrich, 74-59. to It's kind of back and forth early on, and then, uh, Altamont caught fire from uh, beyond the arc, particularly Avery Yarhouse. He had six threes in the first half alone. Uh, he had 24 first-half points. Uh, 15 of those came in the opening quarter uh, there. You know, uh, Gephardt, he had four threes of his own, but he was kind of outdone there by Yarhouse's uh, six points there. And it just seemed like Altamont couldn't miss on uh, Friday. And uh, so, you know, uh, 25 of first quarter points for uh, the Indians. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Dietrich can never really, um, you know, find anything sustainable as, you know, it was just every every time that Dietrich maybe was coming back a little bit, Altamont would, would answer and uh, they would uh, give the, some distance between them after that opening quarter uh, there. You know, Westendorf and Gephardt kind of led the way. 
there, and they kind of were slowed down in the in the second half. Uh, those were the only two double-figure scorers for uh, Dietrich. Uh, Westendorf had 18. Gephardt had 17 with those four threes. But um, you had uh, for Altamont, Yarhouse 24. He didn't score in the second half at all. Uh, but Earhart he came up with uh, 12 points, and Elam, he had 10 points all in the second half. Uh, alone there in uh, Robinson and Hammer at eight and a seven uh, there for the Indians. So they picked up the W twelve and three on a Friday and two and zero oh in the NTC Dietrich. They fell to eight and seven and two and three in the NTSC there on a Friday night. And then also on a Friday it was a uh, Cumberland uh, falling into a Blue Ridge. Yeah, fifty five to a uh, fifty there, Eric. Yeah, and it was just a, a, another bad offensive night for the Pirates. They just mm. couldn't sustain anything. You know, the first quarter, both teams came out. Cumberland led 2-0. Uh, they traded lead back and forth four times in, in that quarter alone and four ties. So big back and forth action. Cumberland led 12-8 after the first quarter. Farmer City took the lead then at 15-14. And they outscored Cumberland 14-7 in that second quarter and led 22-19 at the half. Cumberland's offense started getting a little bit going in that third quarter. So they briefly took a 23 to 22 lead, but Blue Ridge would get a 25-23 lead, and they'd hold it for the rest of the game. They wouldn't let Cumberland get back into it. They outscored the Pirates 14-10 in the third, and then Cumberland did outscore them 21-19 in that fourth quarter, but it was just too little, too late for uh, Cumberland. And really, there's two stats that that I think stick out to me, and those two stats are the free throws, and that is Cumberland going 3 for 11 from the free throw line, whereas mm-hmm. Blue Ridge went 20 of 27. From the free throw. 27, 27, 27 free, throws. free throws. Wow. That's a lot of opportunities you're giving up. Is. And then the other one I look at is the three-point ball as Cumberland, three for 17 from three-point land. Mm. And this is something Coach said at post-game, and it's something that I've echoed multiple times. This is not a three-point shooting team. It yeah. is a team that goes against zone and gets settled in to where they're just going to put the threes up because they don't want, you know, they can't work it inside, can't do what they want to do, so they just settle for threes. Mm-hmm. But they're not a three-point shooting team. Yeah, and it, that's not a recipe. When you're giving up 27 free throw looks at the other end and you're shooting 17 free uh, three-pointers and making three of them, that's not a recipe for success. No, not at all. So Cumberland gonna have to figure it out and figure it out fast because Tuesday night they got a very tough one against Decatur LSA. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, ah, just Decatur LSA hasn't uh, yeah. lost yet <laughs> this season. Yeah, so. and if they don't turn it around, it could get ugly tomorrow night up in Cumberland. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that score took me back as well as I got some updates throughout mm-hmm. the the game. There, he texted me uh, the the scores there. Yeah. So mm. Cumberland yep. uh, dropping one on Friday, a tough tough one there. And yeah, like you said, it doesn't get any easier no. tomorrow. Uh-uh. Tomorrow night. Uh-uh. Uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, boys basketball from uh, Saturday. As uh, let's uh, start off with uh, Saint Anthony as they defeated uh, Paris. Their uh, fear day, he outscored Paris all by himself, twenty-five points for uh, uh, Brock Fear Day there, and uh, Saint Anthony jumped out to the eighteen to three lead in the first quarter, and it was thirty-seven to six at halftime, and then uh, Saint Anthony obviously cruised to the win, and they improved to eleven and seven on of the season. In the North Clay uh, shootout, it was a St. Elmo Brownstown uh, defeating Grayville, 79-40-7 there. St. Elmo jumped out to the 25-11 lead after the first quarter. It was 49-25 to 
at the half. Uh, Paisley had 23, Schwab had 17, Campbell had 13, and now uh, SCB picks up their 10th win of the season. Now they're 10 and 5 on the campaign. It was Lawrenceville over a CHBC, a 65, 68 to a 25. Is Dietrich bouncing back after that uh, loss on Friday against Altamont? They beat Ramsey, a 49 to a 32, and they're 9 and 7 uh, now. So no better way to uh, bounce back from an L is come back less than 24 hours and pick up the win uh, there and put that loss behind you. Sisney yep. uh, over Patoka, 73 to 41. It was Sandoval against, uh, or they defeated Oblong Powhut, 56 to 40. And it was the last game of the night there in uh, Louisville. It was a long day there in uh, North Clay, but uh, North Clay picked up the win over Edwards County, 71 to uh, 50. There was the uh, final score, and uh, this game was uh, well. It was uh, tight in the first quarter, 18 to 15 after one, uh, but then uh, 20 to nine, a second quarter for North Clay made him jump out to the lead, 38 to 24 at the half, and they kind of went similar the rest of the way. Uh, Fleener, he had uh, 22 to lead the way for the Cardinals. Uh, Zimders, he had 15, and uh, Smith had 13 for North Clay, and now they're 11-4 on the season are the Cardinals. Um, Other games from... uh, uh, Saturday was Monticello over Newton, 80-58 to at St. Joe in the St. Joe Ogden uh, shootout there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatopoulos defeated Warrensburg-Latham, 68-31. James Niebuhr led the way for the shoes. He had 18. Gaddis had 12. And Brendan Niebuhr and uh, Caleb Seymour had 11 points for the shoes. And now T-Town improves to 14-2 and on the campaign. It was Evansville-Harrison over Robinson, 73-45. And it was Westville over Marshall, 64-56. to And then uh, there in Altamont, there was a second game of the uh, doubleheader. And it was uh, all Altamont here as uh, they defeated Woodlawn, 65-23. to We were both there mm-hmm. on a Saturday, Eric. And uh, Woodlawn got the first basket. Yep. And that was, was kind of one of yeah. the only uh, highlights there. To uh, they did have good start of the game and then the start of the second half, but yep. uh, that was pretty much uh, some of the lone highlights there for Woodlawn. And Altamont jumped out to a twenty to four lead again. Uh, their uh, shooting was amazing on Saturday, and uh, really only uh, uh, White Rolly was the only one. Uh, doing anything for the Cardinals had 19 points, 19 of the 23 mm-hmm. there. Uh, Wyatt is the only one that scored up until the fourth quarter uh, for the Cardinals. And then uh, Altamont also held Woodlawn to a and Wyatt uh, there to just only two points in the second quarter. Um, so uh, only six points at the half for uh, Woodlawn, and it was 45 to six. Yeah. Was the score it half. was, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Avery Arhouse uh, led the way. He had 14. Uh, he had some threes as well. It was a little bit of a slow night for him. He had yeah. only four on the night. Bad uh, night, off night. <laughs> off night for him. Uh, Robinson, he had uh, 11. He had a couple of threes as well. Uh, Coach Neary mentioned in the post game there of uh, Eric Coleman, uh, his game uh, Finally, one of the better ones that he's had uh, coming back, or at mm-hmm. least from the points department. At least he had eight. Uh, Hammer also had uh, seven uh, points in the win uh, there. So uh, offense was uh, really humming on uh, Friday, and it continued on into uh, Saturday as well as Altamont 
takes care of business there, finishing up the uh, Woodlawn doubleheader there as they improve to 13-3. Their win streak now is up to eight games, and uh, they're back in action uh, tomorrow as they're going to a Central A&M to play uh, some uh, b-ball uh, there. Uh, Woodlawn, 6-10, and ten, but they uh, we did notice that they did have some yeah, multiple uh, players, players, like three players on the bench in a street close there, so maybe as a different team mm-hmm. uh, when they're when they're healthy. So uh, hopefully they do uh, finally uh, get healthy there. And the first game of the uh, doubleheader it was uh, the uh, girls for Woodlawn picking up the win over the Lady Indians, fifty-seven to forty-five. There was the uh, final, and uh, Altamonte that played uh, pretty well uh, for the uh, most part. You know they were right with them there in the, the first quarter. It was a fourteen to thirteen lead. After one for Woodlawn, um, then uh, they used uh, some of their uh, rebounding uh, to uh, kind of take advantage of Altamont uh, as well. And it just seemed like every time the Altamont was trying to get back into the game, Woodlawn would answer uh, with a run of their own and kind of keep them just a little bit of distance between them and the Lady Indians. But yep. overall, uh, good performance uh, by Altamont, especially uh, Woodlawn 16-4 and four on yeah. the season. Uh, there to kind of hang with them for about three quarters or a uh, half or so. Yep. And especially uh, there, I know some uh, uh, girls on the bench weren't feeling the greatest uh, mm-hmm. at the very end. Um, so uh, we'll see what, what that brings uh, going forward. Yep. But, uh, Altamont falling in uh, girls basketball on a Saturday. Other action uh, from around the area on a Saturday in the Apollo is Mount Zion picking up the win over Effingham 54 to 41. And Mount Zion jumped out to the three point lead after the first quarter. They extended that to 29 18 at the half. Uh, Anderson led the way for Mount Zion. She had 18. Kendall had 11 for the Braves. Uh, Niebergi, the only one in double figures for the Hearts, had 10. And so Mount Zion improves to 13 and 6, while FEM falls to 13 and 5. It was St. Anthony over Flora, 61 56. St. Anthony, 25 to 10, a first quarter lead. Flora kind of closed the gap a little bit, but uh, St. Anthony ended up holding on there. Uh, Fear Day, she had 20, uh, Ruhide 15, and Vonderhide had a 10 for uh, St. Anthony, and it was uh, Bimke and a friend uh, for uh, Flora, 12 points, and uh, St. Anthony Proust, the 16-4 and four on the season. It was South Central over Shelbyville by a single point, 49-48. Uh, South Central led by two after the first quarter, uh, but then they extended that to 10 at the half, and uh, they had that 10-point lead after three quarters as well. But 22 points by uh, Shelbyville. Almost pulled off the uh, comeback there and gave them the W, but South Central just hung on just enough there in the final quarter to get the W. Uh, Garrett led the way. She had 23. Caitlin Swift had 14. Uh, Wade led the way for uh, Shelbyville. She had 13 in the loss. Mm-hmm. It was a Totopolis in the uh, Bree Central Pauls a shootout there, and uh, the final there was uh, over Rochester, uh, 47 to two of 43. As a Rochester had the two-point lead after the first quarter, it was all tied up at 18 at the half. But then T-Town took control there in the third quarter, 31 to 24, and uh, they went on to win. Uh, Kaylee Niebergi, she had 21 for the Lady Shoes. Conkle had nine, so she was close to the double figures. And T-Town approves to a 14 and two on the season. It was a Nioga over a Casey by the final 43 to 14. And Nioga jumped out 17 to three after one, and then only three. Or uh, no, that was a reverse. That they had seven in the in the second. Uh, but uh, Nioga. 
26 to 10 at halftime there, and they cruise to the win. Sidney uh, Richards had 15, Campbell had 13, and Yoga now 19 and 1 on the season. Edwards County over Mount Carmel 54 to 44. It was Alney over Salem 56 51. Mattoon over Charleston 72 to 11. There's Tri County pick up their 14th win of the season. They uh, got it over South Fork 49 to 38. And then I also saw on uh, Saturday that Lincoln picked up the win over Muhammad Seymour 46 to 21. So Lincoln now staying undefeated 20 and 0 there. Uh, Froby she had uh, 20 points to lead. Uh, Lincoln uh, to the victory over Muhammad. Schedule for uh, tonight. That does it for uh, that weekend mm-hmm. scores. Uh, schedules for uh, tonight in uh, girls basketball. Uh, we got Brownstown St. Emil traveling to Wayne City, North Clay. They're hosting CHBC. Windsor's two straws at Dietrich. This is a good one. Nioga and Pena in a Pena this evening. Uh, Vandalia hosting uh, South Central. Bethalto Civic Memorial at Totopolis. Mount Carmel hosting Newton. Lawrenceville at Robinson, Olney at Casey, Marshall at Red Hill, Sullivan hosting a Paris, Marnsville at Oblong Powhut, and Argenta traveling to a Tri-County there in girls basketball this evening. And we do have one boys game. It's Martinsville against Chrisman tonight as well. Ah. So uh, if you missed any of those uh, scores, check them out on our website, femradio.com. We have all the scores there, and we'll continue to update those on our local sports tab mm-hmm. over there on the website, femradio.com. All right, uh, so uh, let's continue with the uh, conversation of the weekend, and it was the uh, talk of the town, a talk of the weekend. It was the NFL, of course, and who's in, who's out, who made the playoffs, and everything that happened on a Saturday or Sunday this weekend. This weekend. That's what I was looking for uh, there. We'll talk about it coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. The new year can be a depressing time for some people. This is Dr. Helen Bankstock. Feeling down because you didn't keep your resolutions from last year? My advice? Just one resolution. Shop local. Here's how that helped one of my clients. I'll call him Bill. I took my dog to a local pet groomer, met a cute woman. We went out for a local coffee, took a walk in the park. I admired her dress, which she bought locally. We started a local yoga class together, got to know each other. I bought her flowers in a local florist shop, and, well, we'll be married this Saturday in a local church, and our reception will be catered locally. Shop local? (laughs) Worked for me. There you have it. One simple resolution. Shop local. You'll boost your spirits and the local economy. Here's where you can find help. The Medicine Shop at 600 West Jordan Street in Newton. Paler Pharmacy at 203 South Main Street in Dietrich. Niemerg Steakhouse, so delicious, always special, Niemerg Steakhouse. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. 
If allergic to Skyrizi, serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Skyrizi, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizi.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZI to learn more. And now. Now, here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues got a big 3-0 victory over the Wild up in Minnesota. St. Louis won three of their last four. They're now tied for fourth place in the Central Division with 43 points and a 2018-3 record. They host Calgary tomorrow night. Some college basketball games from Saturday. Lindenwood lost to Tennessee State. Missouri State fell to Belmont. Southeast Missouri State beat Little Rock. It was Eastern Illinois. They fell to Moorhead State, 69-59. Southern Illinois went down against Northern Iowa, 69-57. SAU Edwardsville took down Southern Indiana. And Western Illinois got the 91-74 win over Denver. Chicago Bulls had a strong fourth quarter during their 126-118 win over the Utah Jazz as Chicago outscored Utah 42-29 in the final quarter to overcome an eight-point deficit in the second half. Zach Levine had 26, while DeMar DeRozan had 35. The Bulls are in ninth place in the Eastern Conference at 19-21. They visit the Celtics tonight. The Blackhawks came up clutch during a 4-3 overtime victory over Calgary at the United Center. The Blackhawks, though, still remain in last place in the Central Division with 24 points, but hey, they got to double digits in wins as they're now 10-25-4. They host Colorado on Thursday. And White Sox players undergoing cancer treatment as Liam Hendricks was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and will start treatment today. The closer posted on Instagram yesterday. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. The uh, game, Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry there with the uh, Sports Center reads. Let's take a look at uh, the uh, NFL for uh, this weekend, and uh, let's hit up on uh, some things that happened on uh, Saturday as the uh, Chiefs, uh, they wrapped up the uh, number one seed on uh, Saturday, and it was a 31-13 victory over the Raiders, and uh, so uh, the Chiefs are in, and we already knew they were in, clinching the AFC West, but uh, they had the uh, number one seed uh, wrapped up on uh, Saturday, and then that was the uh, only the appetizer for uh, what was to come uh, that night, as uh, the uh, Jaguars, they defeated the uh, Titans, so the Jags have done it, they are in to the uh, playoffs, they have won the AFC uh, South as the Titans, man, they been going through uh, some injuries there at the quarterback position in particular and uh, that late scoop and score there by 
the Jaguars? Was it a fumble? Was it a was it a pass? An incomplete pass? It was ruled a uh, fumble, and the Jags uh, took it back to the house. And uh, so uh, the uh, Jags, what a uh, turnaround uh, for uh, them! And uh, I think it was a turnaround this season as well. What were they one and seven? I think at some point this season, and uh, they turned it all around there. And uh, Doug Peterson uh, gets a lot of credit for for them, and uh, Trevor Lawrence as well, uh, playing some good ball in football purgatory there as I mentioned in one of those uh, clips that we just played uh, there but uh, Jacksonville they are in uh, and they'll be hosting a wild card uh, game uh, there having the winning record a 9-8 and eight with AFC South champions that's something that you penciled in at the beginning of the season right <laughs> and then uh, on a Sunday it was uh, the uh, Bills man what a moment there taking in the opening kickoff back for a touchdown you couldn't have ripped written a better script uh, than that and uh, the uh, Patriots were playing uh, up against it you know not just uh, the Bills themselves it was just kind of like divine intervention uh, almost they were playing against and uh, the Bills ended up winning uh, 35 to uh, 23 there ending all hopes of the uh, Patriots season of making the uh, playoffs Mac Jones actually has played well this season but uh, well I would say uh, there was that one point that they were clamoring for Billy Zappi or Zappi, but uh, it didn't end up happening. And uh, it was also announced that, uh, you know, kind of after the uh, NFL season gets done, we already knew that last night that Lovey Smith got the boot. And we just found out that this morning that the Cardinals are firing Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach there. Uh, but no coaching changes for the Patriots as it looks like Bill Belichick will be returning for his 24th season leading the Pats there. Um, and uh, this was the uh, Bengals getting the win over the uh, Ravens 27-16. to uh, 16. And uh, this one was a little doubt, extra motivation for the uh, Bengals there as of course if the Ravens would have won this game and then the Ravens would have hosted the uh, wild card game because uh, as will fate would have it they're going to meet up uh, this next week uh, as well uh, even though I say there's a lot of people giving uh, some uh, props or some oh that celebration was awesome with that mix and touchdown and the coin flip or whatever and my the other side of that coin for me is if you don't like how the NFL handled this whole situation of you would have lost a playoff home playoff game, uh, the opportunity to hosting it, well, uh, you should have fought harder to try to make up that game with, with the Bills. You shouldn't have just said uh, punted on the whole idea of, oh, we're going to do whatever the Bills uh, want to do, and if they want to cancel the game, then we're fine with it too, and then uh, be mad at what happened with the consequences uh, there, even though it was kind of the how the NFL was going to handle it. How else would you want them to handle it there? So uh, that, that's just my two cents and my hot take uh, there that the Bengals probably shouldn't have been so mad about it uh, if they're the ones who uh, punted on the idea of canceling the game in Week 17 there under the circumstances, I know. Uh, but uh, there was that. Uh, Dolphins, they are in with the Patriots' loss. They uh, beat the Jets 11-2-6, riveting game there. Uh, safety uh, field goal. Uh, man, this was uh, one of those uh, yucky games on Sunday. Uh, but somehow, someway, uh, the uh, Dolphins are in the uh, postseason as they kind of limped in there. Uh, I think uh, Thompson may have been hurt as well, but I don't think he ever came out of the game uh, there. But Miami, they are in the uh, playoffs, and uh, they'll have to uh, have the uh, – 
big distinction to go to uh, Buffalo to take on uh, the uh, Bills. Uh, let's turn on your mic. Thank you. Uh, there, Eric. No, you're fine. Uh, there. Um, let's see other uh, games that had implications there. The Steelers, they got the win over the uh, Browns. They did everything that they could. They just didn't get the Dolphins uh, to lose there. But uh, Mike Tomlin secures that never losing head coach there as the Steelers finished off with a 9-8 and record. Uh, they played some really good ball closing down the stretch. Unfortunately, they just didn't get any help uh, that they needed with any other teams losing as they beat the Browns yesterday, 28-14, to 14, to finish with that winning record. Yeah, and, you know, con- congratulations once again to the Steelers. I mean, yeah, like, we said, like we said, you know, Mike Tomlin is so underrated as a coach mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the fact that he's just able to week in, week out, season in, season out, just have him right there. On the the cusp mm-hmm. of the playoffs every year. Right, yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett as well played uh, good down the stretch mm-hmm. as well. Najee Harris came on late as well, and uh, that was a Steelers overcame that bad roughing the passer uh, penalty on Deshaun Watson. I think that was uh, someone sacked him, and it was just a bad roughing the passer. What are we doing here, folks? Yeah. But, uh, the Steelers uh, overcame it there. Uh, the Eagles, they beat the uh, Giants 22-16, to so they clinched the number one seed in uh, the uh, NFC and also uh, the NFC East as well because uh, the Cowboys, despite trying their best, they lost to the Commanders. Mm-hmm. They played their starters for the majority of the game. Dak mm-hmm. with another pick six. The Commanders won 26-6. He's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That was... Uh, Embarrassing. That was funny, is what it is. No, it depends on what side of the coin uh, you're on. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, the 49ers, uh, they won over the uh, Cardinals 38-13. to uh, 13, And what was J.J. Watt's last game? But we also found out this morning that I just mentioned there that uh, Kingsbury's last game as the mm-hmm. Cardinals head coach there after finishing 4-13. and on the season there, and then that goes back to all the drama that they had about Kyler Murray yeah. at the beginning of the season as well. So uh, disastrous, absolutely for Arizona. Man, we tried for you, Lions, as they uh, couldn't overcome some difficult calls there in that uh, Seattle game. I know Jalen Ramsey got away with a late hit, I think, uh, on Geno, but man. It was a, a tough game, but uh, we took it to overtime. Uh, they doinked it off the, the goalpost there at the end of regulation, but the Seahawks ended up winning in overtime 19 to uh, 16. And, again, I just love the story that uh, Seattle was in at the moment, and uh, Geno Smith, they wrote him off, but he didn't write back as you get rid of their franchise guy. They also released one of their cornerstones on the defense mm-hmm. and Bobby Wagner. But somehow, some way, the Seahawks find themselves in the postseason uh, and uh, leader with Geno Smith uh, there. And uh, put him in conversation of comeback player of the year. Uh, conversation well. for sure. Like 100%. I, I feel he should win it. I just didn't know if like there was some player that came back from injury or whatnot. Uh, that None that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and then uh, the uh, Lions, they did it. They beat the Packers. And uh, so the Lions were eliminated with that uh, Seahawks win. Uh, but then uh, they came out and they didn't play. And they played and they uh, said uh, they were playing as long as they didn't get in. That's what they were playing for. And the Lions did it 20-16 to a 16 over the uh, Packers. Which I loved, by the way. 
And, yes. and I'm sure you'll hear it again coming up in just a little bit. You will indeed. So we'll save that. And then uh, the uh, big story here locally was the uh, Texans beating the Colts very at the very end, going for it. I think it was a Hail Mary and then a two-point conversion at the very end. The Texans somehow pulled it off 32-31. Uh, and then that allowed the Bears, they lost to the Vikings 29-13. And then the Bears fans celebrated as Soldier Field uh, because they clinched the number one overall pick. So now Chicago Bears, you're on the clock. You're the number one overall pick. How did that happen? <laughs> I, I I still don't know how that happened. Thank you, Lovey. I have <laughs> yes. to I have to say every bad thing I've ever said about Lovey. I have to to take it back now because right. he helped the Bears. He helped the Bears and then he got fired for he got it. Got fired for it, yes. As well, winning the football game, losing the number one pick. I but don't getting that for Chicago. I don't know who to be more upset at, Travis. Lovey or the Colts? Come on, Colts. You, you can't beat the Texans. Jeff Saturday needs to get out of here. Yeah, but that was good. That was good that the Colts lost. We need it, and the, you need them to lose for Bears fans' purposes. It was a battle between two teams who were trying to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would have been better off just tying. Yeah, scary. In the second half, the Colts were coming back there and thought that the Bears were going to slide into the two. But Well, it took a two-point yeah. conversion from the Texans. If they kick a field goal there and we end up tied again, Houston's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Lovey went for two, I will never know. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm getting fired tomorrow. so Had to be. <laughs> so forget this. I'm going for two, and I don't want another tie as well. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll explore more about the uh, Bears, I'm sure, coming up uh, maybe in the pod, but definitely uh, later on. Uh, this week, if not about uh, them being uh, on the clock now mm-hmm. for the uh, NFL uh, draft purposes and what they should do with that uh, draft pick. So uh, let's uh, step away one more time because we're up against it and uh, we got to get you the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend uh, coming up next here to close out the show. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Start the new year with a career at Sherwin-Williams. We are hiring over 30 warehouse technicians on second and third shift by March 1st. Don't miss out on this opportunity to earn excellent pay and benefits. We have an industry-leading starting pay rate of $23.28 an hour and a $1,500 sign-on bonus. Stop by the Effingham Holiday Inn on Friday, January 13th between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. for an immediate interview or apply online at www.sherwin.com forward slash Effingham. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer for all protected statuses, including veteran and disability. And now, the starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game. Well, 
Welcome back here to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 at the game ESPN Radio. We're only here on ESPN Radio, which is a little bit longer. But right now, we got to close out the show like we always do on the uh, post weekend. We got to get you the uh, top three uh, sports moments from the weekend. And now, it's time for the top three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend, of course, in a no particular order until today because uh, this is a 3-4-3 as uh, the uh, Bills take uh, the opening kickoff before DeMar Hamlin. I have that same one, Travis. It was so awesome to see the, the Bills. You know, we all wondered how would they play. And to get that emotional play on the very first play of the game, it was mm-hmm. like the entire city of Buffalo got to right. breathe. Yeah, and Demar posting on Instagram yes. before, yes, before the game started. Yep. There, it just all was a perfect storm there, and also another kickoff uh, back for a touchdown as well in yep. the same game. Yep. Um, and then uh, my number two was the uh, Jaguars beating the uh, Titans to get in uh, the uh, playoffs. Ownership there really doing some good things in uh, mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Leading them to the playoffs, Duval. And they're even going to be hosting a playoff game as well. I didn't even get into the playoff matchups. Well, we'll have to get into that (laughs) in the pod for sure. For sure. Uh, My number two is Northwestern. I am sorry you are a Big Ten school knocking off uh, Indiana. Wow. After beating Illinois. Yeah. Acknowledging that they're a Big Ten school. I've been wrong. They're a Big Ten school in basketball. Rank them, you cowards. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Here yeah, on January 9th, yeah. Eric finally acknowledges Northwestern. Well, we'll see. That is no small feat. We'll see. Hit deep into the podcast. That's right. Deep into the show here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm taken aback by that. <laughs> uh, my number one moment from the uh, sports weekend, of course, was uh, I'm wearing orange today, and underneath the sweatshirt, I'm wearing orange as well. For our guy, Kirby Joseph, he picked off Aaron Rodgers again. Third time this season that he's picked off Aaron Rodgers. And uh, Kirby Joseph, you beautiful, beautiful man. The last image of Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packer uniform leaving Lambeau Field was after a loss to the Lions and after throwing a his last pass ever in a Green Bay uniform at Lambeau was by, intercepted by U of I alum Kirby Joseph, who also was a recruit by Lovey Smith. Ah, my All ties. N- my number. Uh, my number one is I'm going off of you, Travis, and that is the Lions already eliminated from the playoffs. Knew they couldn't. Said, "Uh-uh, Green Bay, you ain't getting in on us." And defeating the Packers and ending Aaron Rodgers' season after mm-hmm. everyone said Aaron Rodgers has got this game. Mm-hmm. I didn't even look at the spread, but I know at one point I think it was six or seven points. Yeah. And unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Great job on the Lions. They are nobody's little brother. Yeah, not only ending the season, but did you see how the way that Rodgers and, Co- and Cobb walked off the field there? That was Rodgers' last game in a Packers uniform. Whether he retires or he goes somewhere else, that was it. He's done. And the Lions knocked him off. Last one to do it. Take him there out there. And also the Lions winning record as well. How about that? Nine and eight on the season. Dan Campbell, so. coach of the year. Dan Campbell, how about it? And a Jared Goff uh, as well. 
even though I don't understand some of the things that they were doing on that last drive in a couple of those scenarios of uh, fourth and one or third and one going to the shotgun. But maybe that was just how the uh, NFL is these days. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> uh, the Lions doing it on a Sunday night football there, get, keeping the Packers out. So uh, that'll do it here for us. We still got more to talk about in the NFL conversation and coming up in, in the pod, taking a look at those playoff matchups coming up for a super wild card a weekend. And we got to get to the national championship game as well and picking that national championship game as well. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. And enjoy and catch us in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup, and it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you, and we still got a more meat on the bone with the uh, NFL. Uh, still a couple more things to uh, talk about and clean up there, and we also got to talk about more college basketball. We only hit up on Illinois really in the Trestle Show, and uh, we got to get to the uh, big thing that's happened tonight in uh, college football: yeah. the national championship. Georgia and a TCU college football comes to a close this evening, mm-hmm. so enjoy it. And uh, we also got to get to a pick them as yep. well, recap and pick that national championship game as well. First, before we clean up anything else, let's clean up Sports Center. Yeah, the Pacers got their second win in a row after they took down the Hornets 116 to 111 in Indianapolis. Indiana is sixth in the East at 23 and 18. They visit the Knicks on Wednesday. Uh, Nets head coach Jacques Vaughn is expecting forward Kevin Durant to undergo an MRI. Durant left Sunday night's game uh, 102-101 win over the Heat in the third quarter with an injured knee. Severity is not yet known. I think it did come out. I heard Greeny talking before we came on the air that uh, it is a strain and will keep him out for a couple of weeks. So uh, not not good there. And finally, John Rahm is celebrating a victory at the Century Tournament of Champions after finishing atop the leaderboard at 27 under par. Rahm shot a 63 on the final day to secure the crown. Colin Morikawa finished a couple strokes off the lead. Morikawa shot a 72 to end the tournament at 25 under. Yeah, Morikawa really blew it there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, 11 shot difference between the two. That's not, you're not going to win a lot of games. No. Matches. No. Doing that. So that is uh, your sports center. That's your sports center. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's clean up college basketball or college basketball before we uh, clean up. Uh, the NFL and get you set and uh, get you the schedule for a wild card weekend. Um, let's see here on a Saturday in college basketball. Besides Illinois, it was uh, Kansas. They defeated West Virginia 76 to a 62. UConn bouncing back after uh, their loss. They beat Creighton 69-60. Arizona they go uh, down as they get upset by Washington State 74 to a 61. Game was never close at all. Uh, Washington State led from the jump, led by 10 at the half. Uh, Texas, uh, they uh, are going through some turmoil there with uh, Coach Beard being dismissed. Uh, they beat Oklahoma State 56-46. to It was uh, Alabama. Ah, 
They beat Kentucky. You hate to see it, uh, but uh, they beat Kentucky 78-52. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Kentucky now 10-5, and 1-2 and two in the SEC. Uh, Tennessee all over South Carolina, 85-42. It was Gonzaga in another close one against the Santa Clara, 81-76. Zags were actually, actually losing by one at the half, but, yeah, they turned it around. And uh, they picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia over Syracuse, 73-66. It was Auburn over Arkansas, 72-59. It was uh, Duke pulling it out against Boston College by one, 65-64. So, you know, blown out the other night. And then uh, they only won by one over BC. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was uh, Iowa State over TCU, 69-67. to Xavier over Villanova, 88-80. to in OT, it was Kansas State. Look at them go over Baylor, ninety-seven to two, ninety-five in overtime. As Kansas State fourteen and one now, and I saw that they surged into the top twenty-five mm-hmm. that came out today. Uh, Mizzou, uh, they won by three, so uh, it was tied with Vandy at the half, but Missouri pulled it out, eighty-five, eighty-two. It's UNLV over New Mexico, eighty-four, seventy-seven. And it was Charleston over at Delaware, 75 to a 64 there on a Sunday. And on a Sunday, it was a number one Purdue at the time over Penn State, 76-63. Houston over Cincinnati, 72-59. It was Maryland pulling a little bit of an upset over Ohio State, 80-73. And Eric mentioned it as a Northwestern. They pulled off the win over Indiana. 84 to 83. There, Wildcats, yep. 12 and 3 on the season. There mm. with that win. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, the uh, new uh, top 25 is out. So uh, Purdue, uh, they uh, fell uh, to Rutgers earlier. Well, they dropped down a couple of spots. They fall to number three as Houston is now back at number one. Uh, Kansas now is number two as they jump to Purdue as well. Uh, Alabama, is this football? Alabama four, Tennessee five. Uh, both teams jumped up three spots. I uh, don't get it, Travis. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, UConn, they fell a couple of spots after their loss to six. Uh, UCLA, they're back up to number seven. Uh, Gonzaga, they move up. Gonzaga falls four spots to nine. So does Texas. And a uh, big jump for Kansas State. They move up 15 spots yeah. to 11 now after – uh, their win against uh, Baylor, and they obviously picked up another one that people impressed with. Oh, it was Texas that they yeah. won, and yeah. they just beat West Virginia too. So uh, West Virginia Good ranked for at the Kansas time. State. Yeah, three straight ranked wins will get you number 11 in uh, the uh, country. Xavier moved up six spots to 12 there. Virginia, they fell a couple spots. Uh, Iowa State jumped up 11 spots to 14. Arkansas fell uh so did Miami, TCU, they stayed put. Wisconsin, they fell four spots after their loss to Illinois. Uh, they're number 18 now. Providence, they're all the way up here to uh, number or 19. Uh, Missouri, they stayed the same. They're at 20. Uh, Auburn moved up one. Charleston moved up one. San Diego State moved up three to 23. Duke fell eight spots at 12 and four to 24th in the country. And Marquette slides in the top 25 at 25. Just think if uh, 
Duke keeps sliding, Travis. We'll have a top 25 poll without Duke or North Carolina in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, dropping out of the rankings, Indiana, they free fall as they were 15 and uh, banged up Hoosiers fall out of the top 25. So does Baylor, New Mexico, and Ohio State fall. Uh, Baylor knocking on the door, though, 93 votes. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern does have more votes than Illinois, so I'm glad of that. Oh, yeah, there you go, Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern with 21 votes and Illinois with 13 mm-hmm. votes there. But a bunch of teams getting uh, votes from the Big Ten there in yep. the basketball rankings, the AP rankings there in college basketball. Yep. All right, so uh, let's wrap up uh, the NFL a little bit as uh, I feel sorry for a couple of these games. Like no one cared about the uh, NFC South in general, but uh, especially uh, yesterday, Panthers, Saints, <laughs> Panthers won yeah. 10 to 7. Uh, no one even really cared about that. Not even Saints fans, I don't think, uh, cared about that. 7 and 10 on the season uh, for both these two teams. Mm. Uh, and then, the, if you might have missed it, that the uh, Brady and the Bucks lost to the Falcons uh, 30 to 17. So, uh, Bucks. Eight and nine, but they're still in the playoffs. Well, that's great. At least they're still in there. As South champions there. And I think those were the only two games that I didn't mention. Nope, I didn't mention what are the Chargers doing. That was a disaster that they were doing yesterday. Uh, They played all their starters to improve their seating a little bit, and they got banged up as well. Um, And they even lost as well to the Broncos, 31-28. Russell Wilson, three touchdown passes in the uh, W there. So uh, I'm getting a little sense that uh, the Chargers coach might be on the hot seat. Yeah, I've heard that. They get bounced from the first round the way that he's handled uh, some of the situations in the past and uh, how he handled yesterday as well. So it couldn't have gone any worse uh, for the Chargers uh, there yesterday. But, uh, hey, they're in. They're in the playoffs, and uh, they're going to be playing on Wild Card Weekend on a Saturday, and it's going to be uh, the uh, nightcap on Saturday night as they'll have to go to Duval. 7:15 NBC will be the uh, network uh, there for the Jags and uh, Chargers, and uh, then uh, Seattle with that uh, Lions win. Uh, they're going to be traveling to uh, San Francisco take on the 49ers. So, I mean, really – what we would have had in the playoffs again, we would have saw Rodgers lose to the 49ers again. I mean, come on. Yeah. 49ers are playing great right now. They are. And they're getting healthy at yeah. the right time as well. Which is really that's, scary. That's what's even scarier. So that, those two games will be on a Saturday. And then on a Sunday, you got a triple header. All starts on CBS with the Dolphins making the playoffs. And uh, they are traveling to uh, Buffalo uh, there at noon. Uh, tickets for as low as $114 All there. All right. I mean, that is the uh, cheapest of the weekend, Ugh. according to these prices here. <laughs> um, and then you have a 3:30 game on Fox. It's the Giants. They weren't playing for much uh, yesterday, even though they uh, did almost come back. They mm. uh, sat Daniel Jones. They sat Saquon Barkley as well and they'll be heading to minnesota to take on the uh, vikings on uh, sunday we'll uh, see if the vikings can uh, keep it going 
and uh, it'll be uh, the Ravens and uh, Bengals on uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC. And, uh, of course, we'll see. It's kind of hard to beat them two times in a row. And I think there's some uh, hard feelings with each other uh, there. So uh, even though the legend of Joe Burrow uh, grows with a picture of him smoking a cigar again, looking uh, cool in the locker room, and then, uh, what's your window for the for the Super Bowl? And he says, "My whole career, that's the window." Ooh, <laughs> that's uh, a great answer. Love that uh, by Joe Burrow. What what lucky are Cincinnati fans have such a cool quarterback in Joe Burrow? I mean that with all sincerity there. Uh, and then uh, Monday Night Football, it's the Cowboys against Tom Brady on ESPN. Travis, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Are you ready? Yep. Cowboys lose Monday. Mike McCarthy is gone. Mm. Probably. Yeah. Because we've already heard the Broncos are interviewing Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. The Broncos are also interviewing Dan Quinn, mm. who is the defensive coordinator there in Dallas. So if Dallas wants to keep Dan Quinn or want to get Sean Payton, they got to move fast. Yeah. So if Dallas loses Monday night, Mark, Mike McCarthy is going to be fired Tuesday morning. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And just uh, how quick are they going to hire uh, Sean Payton? That's my, that's my question. I would love if they, they fired him midweek, like before the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a Jerry Jones thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, I could always uh, see his MMO. But, oh, man. But. We'll see. Super wild card a weekend. Uh, of course, the uh, Chiefs uh, getting the bye in the AFC, and that means that uh, that if the Bills and the Chiefs meet up in the AFC Championship game, it would be a neutral site game. If uh, the Chiefs match up with anyone else besides the Bills, the Chiefs will host the AFC Championship. And then on the other side, the Eagles clinch the number one seed. So uh, the NFC will run through uh, Philadelphia there. So we'll obviously have to see uh, how the seeds shake out Mm -hmm. in uh, this week to figure out the matchups for uh, next week. But, uh, man, football all over your uh, network. And we didn't even mention that uh, yesterday was the uh, end of an era as a Sunday ticket. Comes to a close oh, yeah. on a DirecTV. It closed out its final broadcast uh, there after. Where's it going? It's going to YouTube, right? Yeah, YouTube. So, uh, end of an era for fans of NFL Sunday ticket on a DirecTV there. So, as long as they have Scott Hansen uh, with it, then it'll be all right. I doubt it since he's went with NFL Network. But, right. Yeah. Fans can hope. Yeah, I guess if if you're into that sort of thing. If you're into watching every single NFL game uh, live as it happens, or uh, the NFL Red Zone channel specifically with Scott Hansen, if you know if you enjoy touchdowns and exciting action, you know if you're a fan of that. Yeah. Even though you know that. some people have have it, but don't bother to watch it. Who are you talking about? I don't know, Eric. Who am I talking about? I don't know. I've checked it out twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Really, really wearing out the channels there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, hey, Travis, the more important thing is that with the end of the NFL regular season and tonight being the end of college football, do you know what that means we're closing in on? What are we closing the in on? The start of the NASCAR season. 
Hey, yeah. It's right around the corner. 42 more days till the Daytona 500. 42 days. 27 days till uh, the Clash. The Clash? Yeah. Clash of the Coliseum? Yeah, 27 days. Wow. February 5th. Dang. Less than a month away. Get ready. Hmm. Didn't notice that. I didn't realize it was coming up so quick. So fast, yeah. (laughs) I'm ready. The NASCAR offseason is so short. Oh, it is. And there's still drivers that don't have jobs. And there's still teams that don't have drivers. Oh, man. And Dale Jr. just bought an entire car series. Like a racing series. Him and Jeff Burton and Justin Marks just bought a series. The Cars Tour is now owned by them. And Kevin Harvick, they own a touring series in the southeast for asphalt, like, late model cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. And the Chili Bowls either. this week. You going to watch the Chili Bowl? No. I watch the Chili Bowl. What's that? It's midget racing. They actually do it inside of an indoor, like, arena. Like, it's an indoor arena. It's, I think, a, an eighth of a mile. It's a super small track. And there's a lot of NASCAR drivers that go out and compete in it. It's basically it's like those cars you see with the wings. Mm, Take yeah, the wing I off. Know I know what you're yeah. talking about. Kinda. Yeah. So look forward to that this week. The Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl. This week. Chili does sound good. In Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Yeah, when I 367 think... entries in that race, Travis. Wow, that's a lot. Yep. A lot of entries. Between Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, 367. They'll narrow it down. Throughout the week, next week. Hmm. There you go. I'm excited. I'll be watching. I'm just hungry for chili. I know, right? Me too. Uh, so uh, beans in your chili? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of beans in my chili. Yeah, I could go with or without. I don't mm-hmm. really. I'm like, I, oh no, I won't eat it if it doesn't have it in it. But yeah, I, I prefer if they were in in the chili. Yeah. All right, uh, so uh, speaking of that, the uh, bowl, it's the National Championship Bowl. That's not what they call it. but No, it's not, but I like uh, it. I like the National Championship game, uh, and it's there in uh, SoFi, and it is a TCU uh, big underdogs tonight against the, the Bulldogs, and it's uh, number one Georgia going for back-to-back National Championships. Can they do it, or can a TCU be the ultimate Cinderella and being two touchdown underdogs here, pull off the upset and beat Georgia. You know, I I and they do. feel bad for TCU in the lack of respect that they're getting from everyone. I mean, I've heard people say this is going to be the most lopsided national championship game ever. Mm. Like, they're talking like it was, you know, Cincinnati and the game that Cincinnati had last year. And yeah. how pitiful that ended up being for the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, this is, I don't know. What's your take, Travis? Well, I hope it doesn't turn into that. And I feel like there was a lot of uh, doubters with uh, TCU uh, being competitive against Michigan. And they came out and they proved uh, everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this defense, no doubt, for Georgia is better and they're a better team overall than Michigan uh, I think but uh, I would like to think that TCU has a shot here that they can put everything aside for one game this is why we play 
the national championship kind of with a one-game thing. Like, anything can happen in, in a one-game format. Mm-hmm. And I think, as TCU, they say, puncher's chance. And I think they got a puncher's chance tonight. I agree. I think that the 13-point spread is uh, is a lot. And I agree. if I were having entertainment on this game, I would put it on TCU to cover. Hmm. I mean, Stephen A. Smith made a bold prediction on first take about he's uh, picking TCU tonight. Hmm. Well, speaking of picking, mm-hmm. that's what we call in the biz a seg way. And that is pick em. Pick em for... Oh, what do you call this week? It's week 18 of the NFL season. Yeah, I quit keeping track of weeks, like weeks ago. After the sure. bowl game fiasco and whatnot. After the bowl game extravaganza. Yeah, and we didn't do nearly as many as I thought we were going to because we were at uh, college basketball or uh, high, uh, high school basketball games. But either way. High uh, school, college, or whatever yeah, basketball. Whatever, we it was at. basketball. I don't remember. Um <laughs> Let's recap. Let's recap here. Uh, We'll start with Saturday, Wisconsin and Illinois. Travis, we both picked Wisconsin straight up. (laughs) We both took L's and we're proud to take L's. Exactly. Proud to take L's. Reverse psychology there. Yes. All right. Uh, Texans at the Colts. Colts minus two and a half. We both went Texans. That's a win. Yes. Texans won it outright. (laughs) They did. Vikings minus seven and a half at the Bears. We both picked the Bears because we're smart. That's a win. We picked the Vikings because we're smart. Yes, that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, Browns at Steelers. Steelers minus two and a half. We both went Steelers because, again, we were smart people. Mm-hmm. Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks minus six. Travis, you went with the Rams. I went Seahawks. Rams got the win. They covered, yes. They covered. So... Seven. Travis has four points for the week thus far. I have three, which means Travis has extended his lead by five, which means, Travis, you get to pick tonight. And it was 13 points I saw. Yep, that's what I saw. Georgia is favored. So who have you got tonight, Travis? Man, I am uh, doing this with my heart. Mm-hmm. TCU. TCU plus 13. TCU plus 13. Travis, I so badly want TCU to win. I don't think I have ever wanted something so badly than for TCU to win tonight. (laughs) Just to shut people up. Sure. And at the start of the year, we were talking about the Big 12 conferences dead. They're losing Oklahoma. They're losing Texas. Texas, It's going away. I so want TCU to win just for the Big 12 Conference, for that school, because they are such the underdogs. And I love an underdog. Yeah, I think everyone does. And a horned frog is cooler than a bulldog. Ah, I mean, I don't know about that. Ugga's pretty cool. Uh, He's not going to be there tonight, though. bulldog, yes, but he's not going to be there. Yeah, apparently he can't travel very far. But, Travis, I have to play the game here. And I have to go Georgia. Even though I think 13 is a lot, I have to try and gain a point on you. You 
you do. So I am hoping for a blowout. <laughs> mm -hmm. In my heart, I want a TCU win. But I would take a blowout to get the points. Yeah. TCU trying to do what Cincinnati couldn't, trying to do what Boise State back in the day couldn't, and uh, pull it off for all the little guys. I just think they're too outgunned. I mean, yeah. Georgia has been the best team all season from beginning been, yeah. to end. And as I heard on ESPN today, they did not play a great game, Georgia, in their last game. Mm -hmm. Which means you've had Kirby Smart for a week coaching as if they lost. Sure. And that's scary. It is, yeah. So, and I, I think, I, I just think that, that this Georgia team is just too much for TCU to handle. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see. Yeah, this uh, Miller guy, the main running back for TCU, lost the status here on ESPN was a he was questionable uh, for the game of tonight. But that other running back that came in against uh, Michigan filled in pretty mm -hmm. nicely. But we'll see if the starting tailback will be in there. I haven't really uh, heard anything whether he was going to play or not. But maybe they wouldn't need him. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so uh, enjoy it. As the uh, national championship is tonight, that means no more college football uh, for the season. After uh, tonight, we'll have to wait uh, about 100 or however many days it is until yeah, September. Okay. Uh, there, I, I lost count. Uh, I was counting for the kickoff against Toledo, but um, I guess we'll see. Yep. We'll see you tonight. We'll end it all. We'll end it all. This is for all the marbles, all the Tostitos. Which, again, the closer we get to ending football, Travis, that means baseball is coming. It's right around the corner. And yep. don't forget, we are a mere six days away from the Cardinal Caravan. We are six days away from the Cardinals Caravan in Mattoon. So they'll be rolling into town there on the campus of Lakeland College. And we uh, – told you about those uh, players yep that'll be uh coming to a uh, town a part of that uh caravan uh there in mattoon so yes yes check it out find out who will be uh coming to mattoon and check it out if you're not doing anything there on that uh sunday uh always a good time yep all righty is that it that's all i got that's all i got all right so uh that will do it for us here and uh, go tcu go horn frogs Tonight, we'll be back to uh, tell you all about it uh, tomorrow and uh, everything else that happened in the uh, world of uh, sports. We'll hit on uh, the NBA and NHL uh, as well tomorrow. And uh, so uh, that'll do it for us tonight. Have a good one. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>